Well, I've never been to Spain But I kind of like the music Say the ladies are insane And they show no how to use it They don't abuse it Never gonna lose it I can't refuse Well, I've never Tomorrow will be too 
without exemption. I planned each charted course, each careful step along the byway. One oh, more, much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew when I bit all. Share of losing, and now as tears subside, I find it all so amusing to think I did all that, and may I say, not in a shy way, oh no, oh no. no. I did it my way For what is a man What has he got If not himself Dr. Pepper. I know, in Texas. But the Elvis movie will be seen tonight and we will have a review tomorrow and I can't fucking wait. I'm pumped. Now, the music today, you just heard the three Elvises coming in. We've got Elvis covers today. Hell yeah. And tomorrow, who knows, we might we might play more Elvis tomorrow. It is glorious time of year. The Elvis movie's coming out. Woo! Yes, I am wearing an Elvis t-shirt. No, not the Elvis t-shirt that I'm wearing to the movies tonight. And Braddy Kid asked me, she goes, you have more than one Elvis t-shirt? And I just looked at her, I go, that could be one of the dumbest questions you've ever asked me. 
course I have more than one. I think I only have two right now. Might have three. But, yes, very, very pumped about tonight's movie. Very pumped. Uh, <laughs> good morning. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the uh, Artie Stage Show. I am your host. I am that crazy person. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in to ArnieRadio.com uh, on this beautiful Tuesday. That's right. We're going to see a premiere on a Tuesday. That's how badass we are. Um, yesterday, last night, Monday Night Raw, they did. I don't know why they keep bringing Vince McMahon out. I, I, I'm very, very confused about it. You know, he, he's he's being investigated by the company for hiding money in the company to pay off an employee that he was doing the hoopty doopty with, a paralegal. And he comes to the ring, and and you can tell when they announce him. Usually, they they announce him as the owner and CEO. Mr. McMahon. Now they just call him Mr. McMahon. No longer CEO or chairman. He came out last night to, to welcome John Cena back next week. And by the way, whoop de doo John Cena's coming back. Oh, man. Can't wait for another Wahlberg to be on TV. That's fucking great. Vince's ego's why. Uh, it could be that. It could be him saying goodbye in his way to his two promotions of Raw and SmackDown, we'll see. Uh, let's get some good mornings out of the way, shall we? Battleborn in Nebraska, first one here. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Let's have a stellar day. I couldn't agree more. Andrew says, good morning, y'all. Hope everyone is well out there. Hey, stay cool today. It's going to be hot for the next, I don't know, 15 days in a row. It's going to be over 100 degrees. Woo, it's hot. It is. It is warm out there. I will say that right now. Oh, my lucky the one and only bratty kid is in the house. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, she says whenever we go to movie theaters and she sees people that look weird. That's her. Hope you have a spectacular day. Swoosh, good morning to you, my friend. Hangtown Jen is in the house. Jen, how are you? Do you know what a New Jersey meat hook is? During doggy, the man or woman with strap-on inserts index and middle fingers into the anus of the penetrated. Forming the fingers into a hook shape, the woman is lifted up and down on the phallus by the hook or hand, as if she were a piece of meat. Hence, New Jersey Meat Hook I bent her over and gave her the New Jersey Meat Hook. She loved it. Absolutely loved it. By Jeremiah Dale McMasters III. <laughs> there you go, the New Jersey Meat Hook. Scott says, good morning, ass family. Swoosh says, Vince's ego is why. <sighs> is it that? Yeah, I, I, we, we have a listener mail on it today. Yes, somebody wrote listener mail, and they asked me a wrestling question, and I will be more than happy uh, to answer that. Vince is going out on his own ego, and to show he still has support. I, I, I do have an idea. I, maybe something is happening. Well, well like I said, in, in, when we get to mail, we'll talk about it. Triple T is in the house and says, hey, Vern, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Kyle Miller, good morning. How are you, my friend? Straight Fire says, I love ass. Had to get that in. Straight Fire, we love you. Ah, hang down, shits. Ah. The more you know. I don't get that one, but I guess it's a Jersey thing. Yeah, I I, I think it kind of is. It's one of those weird Jersey things. Uh, There's a lot to talk about today. I I mean, there is and there isn't. 
I, I don't know what's going on. The Republicans in Texas, the GOP yesterday, they declared that Joe Biden was not the legit was not legitimately elected. Okay, so I guess Department of Homeland Security is going to go investigate the GOP for possible ties into uh, domestic terrorism now, since they were doing that already. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? I, I find it funny that they, look, look, he won Texas, uh, uh, not W, Donald Trump won Texas by more than 600,000 votes, so the GOP coming out yesterday and saying he was not legitimately elected is all part of this thing that they're trying to do once again. Here we go. Party convention was, uh, I guess, last weekend, and they want to hold a referendum next year to decide whether or not the state should secede from the union. Now, I, I just, this is one of those things that you keep hearing every once in a while. Oh, Texas is going to secede from the union. Texas is secede from the union. No, we aren't. Sorry, I was blocked up. We ain't going anywhere. It's just a bunch of old people. And and, and you know what? Hey, sadly, they are Republicans. They're going to show how old, how out of touch they are. It's the same group of people that declared homosexuality to be, to be, to be abnormal. Which, by the way, under the definition of normal and abnormal, homosexuality would be deemed abnormal. But they're not they're they're not playing that. They're they're saying that people are weird that are that way. We know it's not true. The abnormal part is the numbers. That doesn't make you an abnormal person. That's what they're trying to say. Uh, they voted against all efforts to validate transgender identity. These are the people that you think that the Republicans are. These are the hardcore right wingers. And, and God bless them. God bless them for this. Uh, Austin won't ever leave the union. No, Texas won't ever leave. Look, the union won't let Texas leave because Texas is worth too much. If we were to leave and become a single nation, we would be the wealthiest single nation, well, one of the wealthiest, and be between China and us. By their ludicrous definition of exclusion, they want to outlaw people with autism, other neurodiversity, fucking morons. Exactly. Look, look, look. The These things, this is why I, I, I don't like being lumped in with any group because a lot of the extremists like to show up at these things. And, and, and haven't we learned... Haven't we learned yet as a country that we're not going to be able to coexist or even even thrive as a country if we let the far-ended side of our politics fucking run us? I mean, the answer is somewhere in the middle. Now, look, I'm not... I, I think these are the people that are, are, are already where I'm headed to when it comes to this shit, like, this whole idea of everybody jumping in on Pride Month. 
Now, now I, I, I'm just going to call it out what it is. This is such bullshit. This is such bullshit. And by the way, I, I really do hope that the gay community sees right through this. Gay community ain't going to say anything because they're getting, they're reaping the benefits of everybody saying, oh, gay pride, inclusion, inclusion, okay. These people are doing it because they don't want to get in trouble. Last weekend, I'm watching, I'm watching the Paramount Network, and I'm watching Yellowstone. And they're playing the entire season of Yellowstone Saturday and Sunday. All day Saturday. It started at like noon and went to like 10 o'clock that night. There are no gay characters in Yellowstone. So why is the logo, the Paramount logo in the bottom of the screen, why does it have a rainbow in there? Oh, oh, uh, swoosh, I know it's total pandering. But you look at that shit and go, okay, enough. Hey, you know, send your checks in, donate to Pride and all that kind of stuff. Get out of the way when they're having their parade. Super duper. But, I mean, everything. Major League Baseball, teams have, you know, patches on. The NFL, I imagine in their mini camps, they have official Pride Month fucking workout jerseys. This, to me, is the stupidest thing. When, when our pro sports start to pay homage to all of this stuff, you know, you got the pink bats for breast cancer. You got the blue bats for, you know, butt cancer or rectal or prostate, whatever the men get. Baseball should have their one day, the Jackie Robinson Day, because that's actually about baseball. I I don't want to hear about getting a, 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 a colonoscopy while I'm at a Rangers game. And I'm sure gals don't want to really talk about mammograms while they're there either. Jamie is kind of gay. A little bit on straight fire. He, a little bit, yeah, he, he could be. Same with Comedy Central. Logo was a rainbow, too. This is part of why I say they push it on people. Look, like, of course, this is not the gay agenda to push it on people. This is whatever company owns them, whether it's NBC or CBS, and they paint all their little logos with the rainbow thing. And, oh, look at this. We're all good. We're going to show gay movies. It, it, it's complete pandering. I, I, I mean, come on. It, it's total complete pandering. It is complete pushing on people, trying to indoctrinate children to, to get their ideals in there. It just... I I I I I applaud the efforts of the gay community to try to get it to in, into more. I, I, that's their job. Their job is to push their agenda, and they're doing a great job of it. I'm just sick of all these companies that put it up there just because they think they have to put it up there. I don't believe that, Arnie. I think a lot of the community wants to push it on people too. 
I don't think a lot of that community. I I think that community wants to be just left alone. I think I I think that a lot of the gay. I I don't know. I I, I don't know hardly anybody in the gay community. I know a couple people, but from what I th- I get from it, I think they just want to be left alone. A business decides to make more money by pandering, huh? Capitalism. Oh, absolutely. And that's what they're gonna do. For a month, for a month, you, you, you know, I all of a sudden, you know, Bass Pro Shop is going to be every gay guy's, you know, place to go because, well, they they, they put up a, a rainbow bass. I mean, really? They're using this also to push to decriminalize pedophilia. Look, that that's a conversation that that I'm not going to get into. It, for the simple fact that I don't believe in that that stigma that all gay people will turn into pedophiles, I I just don't. I'm sorry, I don't. I'm not there. And I understand that there are plenty of people that that do believe that. They probably like rainbow trout. Yeah, that's what they do. Bass Pro Shops calls them the rainbow trout shops of the month. You mean gay people don't wear bright pink and fishnets when they're fly fishing and hunting elk? No, no, (laughs) they probably don't. Oh, but there are plenty of pink guns out there that y'all can buy. I, I, I just, like I said, like I said, this is one of those things that they're now telling us to to accept their lifestyle, forcing us to accept their lifestyle. You have no choice in the matter. If you don't accept our lifestyle, you will be canceled. That's pretty much where we are right now. I accepted it a long time ago. Hey, I I don't have to necessarily quote unquote. I, I don't have to live it, so it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Really. Do I think it's right or do I think it's wrong? This is going to go in that same boat here. Here you go. This is my same boat decision here. You know how I tell people when it comes to abortion and things like that? As long as you can look in the mirror and look at yourself and go to sleep at night, I have nothing to say to you. No. Hey, you're the only person that you have to answer to. And I'll say the same thing for for the gay people out there. Now I know it's 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 talked about in that book that was written by man that is from God, Jalapena. And they talk it's a sin. Okay, hey, you, you want to have that discussion? You guys have that discussion. Don't think it's that. Okay, hey, it's not for me. How about that? It's just not for me. If that's what is for you, more power to you. Uh, you mean gay people? <laughs> and and and. and this idea that that everybody has to accept it. No, you don't, because it is strange. See, this is the thing that, that I wish people would get it through their noggins. When things are different or strange to people or odd or peculiar or something they haven't seen before, well, it's going to throw them for a loop. And if you have two guys making out on a street corner somewhere and ain't nobody ever seen that before or somebody who ain't never seen that before sees it, it is, it is one of those things that catches you off guard. 
People are going to go, well, why did it catch you off guard? Because it's not normal. I'm sorry. I'll answer the question the way you want it answered. Oh, so it's normal that that that, that men and women can? Yes. If you're going to ask me that question, I will answer it. Yes, it's normal. Well, can you define normal? What we're used to seeing. We're used to seeing men and women kiss. We're not used to seeing two women kiss. We're not used to seeing two men kiss. It's abnormal. It's not illegal. Should, is there any? I don't find anything. As long as they're okay with it, then it's okay by me. I don't like. I don't like watching regular people kiss in public. Go get a fucking room, perverts. One might uh, post it. They're forced to accept the straight lifestyle as well. Okay, uh, accept the straight lifestyle, but that's normal. Straight lifestyle is normal. Male-female relations are normal. Now, you don't have to accept it, but it's normal. And you don't have to live it if you don't want. If that's forced upon you, then you should get out of whoever's forcing that upon you and live your own lifestyle. Hey, I I, I think it's great that, that these gay people are coming out in droves now and doing all this kind of stuff because they're finally getting to live their life. Good for them. I think more people should. You should be able to live the best life that you can. You should be able to live the life that you want to live. If that includes, you know, having another wiener in your bed, then, hey, more power to you. I don't care. That's your life. You're the one who's making it hard for yourself. By bitching and moaning about what you don't have or or what they're not giving, what they aren't giving to you. What did the Dixie Chicks do last night? Oh, I'm sorry, the Chicks. They stopped a concert 30 minutes into the show. And then postpone three tour dates for upcoming weeks, citing health concerns. What, bitch, die on stage? Oof. That singer one is looking butchier and butchier as the days go by. Good Lord, Yvonne Drago wants his hair cut back. All right, so yes, Texas Republicans... Uh, Texas GOP has sent that out, and they're whack jobs for doing so. I'll say it. Uh, Joe Biden, no bicycle incidents yesterday. But he was not happy with a reporter. Oh, no, Joe was not happy with a reporter yesterday. Coffee. No, I don't Australia's want Australia's national obsession. Really? Not, not finding the dingo that stole your baby? A re- no. Here we that's, go. That's my press secretary daughter. <laughs> I, 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 I promise. Even more likely than ever. Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. Um, um, he said, don't make things up. Yeah, pretty much anybody who's working with the economy right now is is talking about a recession. And 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 Joe's response to that was. Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? 
Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. But all kidding aside, no, I don't think it is. I was uh, talking to Larry Summers this morning. And uh, there's nothing inevitable about a recession. I, here's, what, here's what I think we're going to be able to do. I think we're going to be able to get a change in Medicare and a reduction in the cost of insulin. Insulin, if you know anybody who has... Tech- all right, en- en- enough from this fucking... Did he hit his head? Did we not see him hit his head? I, I, I don't recall it. I do believe that he was wearing a helmet when he had his little bicycle accident. Uh, you, you don't see a recession coming in? I, I mean, inflation is going crazy right now. The, they're, they're dropping interest rates to, to, or raising interest rates to help try to lower the inflation, yet the inflation continues to go up. Uh, the fat one's voice was bad or something. Okay, oh, okay. Uh, finally made it. Good morning, ass. And uh, Wimpy to pay up. Let's go, Brandon. All right. Good morning, Derek. Uh, he was joking. He is the one thing, one making things up. No shit. What the fuck does insulin have to do with the recession? Well, he, he's going to, you, you know, he stutters, man. His stutter is all the way back. And by the way, he stopped that joke immediately. Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. I'm joking. You do not sound like that. He even put his hand on the person. He, he thinks that lowering the price on insulin and, and other things is going to bring... Oh, wow. Well, to all of us that don't buy insulin, thank you, President. Thanks, Joe. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Zach texted, good morning, homesick with head cold, sucks. And did angry old Joe shout at the sky? <laughs> uh, inflation rose 8.6% in May, hitting a new 40-year high. A new 40-year high, but hey, we're, we've got it better than the rest of the world. Oh, wait, that was a lie, too, that he told. It, it, well, Ogre, Ogre, you didn't hear this yesterday. You, you didn't have this. How about Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen saying the only way to address skyrocketing gas prices and the energy crisis is to transfer into renewable energy immediately. That, there, there you go. Transition. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? It's like these people are so old. Like the 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 Treasury Secretary, I I think she might have been Joe Biden's kindergarten teacher. And Joe just he's looking worse, man. The liver spots, the the stretched skin. Get this old guy out of office and get him a couple of scotches. Let's get some color back into this man. He keeps spending and printing money. Inflation will keep skyrocketing. Well, that's what he's going to do. Well, that's what they're going to do until November. Oh, we'll, we'll be in the throes of recession by, December, by, by November. 
So once we hit the recession, you can pretty much guarantee that all Democrats will be getting voted out. I can't wait to see that happen. And by the way, if you're on the Republican side, please just remember this one thing. It is nothing that the Republican Party did over the past two years because they've had to just do nothing. All they have to do is sit back and be Republicans and do nothing, and Joe Biden and the left have done everything for them. Now it will be time for them to go to work. We'll see what happens with that. You know, I kind of look at Washington D.C. right now when it's when it's when it's Republicans versus Democrats. This makes me think of old old school good guy wrestling versus bad guy wrestling. Right now, it seems like it, it seems like whenever the pres- president is always in charge of the bad guys, so he's kind of like the rowdy Roddy Piper. And the good guys get cheated out of wins left and right. The bad guys still keep doing their thing until one realizes, and then then everything's made better for a couple days, and then the bad guys take over again. August says, I think in an oblique way, the whole transition to renewable energy is a continuation of the yarn that the Ukraine war is raising our gas prices and killing the supply chain as if one... We get our gas from Russia, and two, we buy products from Europe. Uh, we get our shit from China and Indonesia and Vietnam and Mexico. Europe doesn't really produce much in the way of everyday consumer goods or food. Europe, for the most part, makes high-tech equipment, not our fucking baby food and salad spinners. No, and I talked about this yesterday. When we finally do ban fossil fuels, what will we use for plastic? I mean, there's got to be ways to, to produce it without petroleum, right? But how much is that going to cost? The casing of your computers, things like that, your keyboards. What you going to make that out of now? Remote controls, phones, your dashboard. Hell, the wheels on your car. How are you going to make those? But that's, you know, that's when we get to banning fossil fuel. Because Joe Biden did come out and say he wanted to ban He promised that he was going to ban it. Hold on a second. Let, let, let's find the clip. Uh, video. Yep, right here. Um, but, but kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree, but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to clock it. Well, that was easy to find. So you're going to end fossil fuel. 
Okay. All right. So what, what does that mean for plastics companies? I mean, I, I know there's that the plastic is used well everywhere. So pretty much every industry is out of shit, is, 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 is in trouble. Back to the Bronze Age. And by the way, I'm I'm not really covering any of this this Stephen Colbert thing. I'll I'll cover it now. I guess some of his uh, staff members were at the Capitol building and they were filming something. And I guess they went into an area that they weren't supposed to go into and were filming, and then were detained by Capitol police. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, "Wait a second." Wait a second. They were in the Capitol. They were they were in a part of it. They weren't in the main part of it. Uh, they were in the Capitol, and they weren't supposed to be. We got to treat them like January six people. No wonder why gas is so high. Threatened to ban fossil fuels, and oil companies are like, "Well, let's get our money now." Look, here's the thing. To say these kind of things, that we're going to ban fossil fuels. I, I, I literally, I, I think that is one of the dumbest things that we can say as a society. It would be nice not to be so reliant upon them. But you see, these are fossil fuels, which means they are natural resources. Do me a favor and Google where that uh where where the uh where the uh the drunk sailor crashed the ocean or the the oil tanker into up in Alaska. Remember, we've seen all those commercials with with Dawn, you know, liquid soap. How they wash the 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 duckies off. By the way, all that oil, you know what the oil did? The oil washed off all that area. When they all cleaned it up and everything, by the way, it's back. It's more beautiful than it has ever been. And it took some caking from oil, a natural resource, and then they cleaned it off, and then it came back better. Now, I'm not saying that that's the case for everything, but these are. Th- this isn't something that is made in a lab that is destroying the environment. This is part of the environment, reusing itself. And, and I guess Stephen Colbert talked a little bit about it last night, and he was he was blowing it off. It's it's not January sixth. This is nowhere near what happened January sixth. They didn't, you know, go in any doors that were open for them. I have to say that now, otherwise, it pisses my Republican friends off. That that whole thing. I mean, yesterday at the end of the show, I had to do it at the end because I kept forgetting about it. This is the hour I like to do all the hard-hitting shit. Uh, But there are protesters outside of Amy Coney Barrett Bryant's house or whatever, the the other Supreme Court justice, a female Supreme Court justice. Really, we're going to allow protesters to break federal law and protest outside of a female Supreme Court justice's house? The answer is yes. 
Boy, wouldn't that be something if she got raped? Putting in oil makes Italian hair look better, or at least they think so. Scoozy, bippity boppity, boppity boopity. It's just kind of, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I'm just kind of sitting back and watching the sides just take each other on now. Because I've already made up my decision for, for November. We, we already know how I'm going to vote. I, 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 think, I don't think it's any kind of secret to you guys. But there's going to be a difference now. Is because I've said it. I, I've said, been saying it for a long time. This is the time where I guess I'm going to have to get more active and more vocal about things. This is the time to hold those politicians to do at least some of the things that they're saying they're going to do. If we put them in office, it's time to work because we have to fix everything that has happened in the last two years. And by two years, I mean the last forty years. We need to start teaching people in this country. We, we got to stop teaching kids how to take tests. We got to teach them history and reading and writing. We also have to start teaching some common sense when it comes to things. I wish common sense was taught in school. I think our kids would be so much better off now. Teach kids that you're not going to get along with everybody. It's okay not to give everybody a Valentine's Day card. Hey, that's the best. That, that Look, learning through pain, I would say, is one of the greatest ways to learn. When you're a kid and you don't get any Valentine's Day cards because you're the fat kid. I saw a video of the protest was just a, a few angry teenage girls who need their parents' attention. It, it doesn't matter. Zach, it doesn't matter who's protesting at her house. If I were a police officer in that town, I would arrest every one of those young girls. They are all breaking a federal law. I, I, need, I, I believe that, the, that being here illegally is a federal law, too. Well, I'm going to go out and break a federal law today. What federal law should I break today? And if police arrest me, I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-mm. You let the illegals break federal law. You let this break federal law. Stephen Colbert's people, they were detained. They were not really arrested, per se, and charged. By the letter of the law, they broke the federal law in trespassing there. So what federal law should I, I think I should rob a bank. I think I should go in and rob a bank and say, look, you can call the police, whatever. You need to hit your button. Go right ahead. I'm not going to hurt you. I have this gun just to make me look intimidating. Um, you're not going to get this money back because it's probably under $100,000 what you've handed me. So you're going to be guaranteed this through, you know, you're going to get this money back through your insurance. You need to call the police. That's fine. I'm going to get away with this because we're allowing people to break federal laws all the time. And if they don't allow me to break this law, then I'm going to sue the federal government for allowing, uh, and I have over 13 million case files disposable. 
along with other federal laws that are being broke. Like those nine girls or ten girls up in front of Amy Coney Bryant's house or those protesters in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house. We're allowing them to break federal laws, but I can't? Now, why is this? Walk into a house in D.C., yeah. Go up to a cop today, hand him the uh, tags off your mattress. <laughs> Y'all can find his PayPal info at arnieradio.com for bail. Why can't I break a federal law? They can. This is why I, I, I can't respect the system anymore. We pick and choose. Now, you know what? I'll go ahead and I'll waive all my illegal aliens. I'll waive my 13 million cases that I have ready to pull up at any second and just go with what's happening right now in front of Amy Coney Bryant's house and Brett Kavanaugh's house. Why can't we all break federal law then? It's on the books. Department of Justice not doing a damn thing about it. Let's go out. Come on. Let's go out and break some federal laws. Let's go out and yell fire in a movie theater and then yell movie theater in a fire. I don't think yelling fire in a movie theater is a federal crime. I don't know, though. Well, I know why they're not arresting anybody. The attorney general is in Ukraine right now. And why shouldn't he? Why shouldn't the attorney general be there? Mm. <laughs> oh, I just get madder as the day goes on. Christ's sake. Oh, good. Oh, good. Now we have a minute with stupid here. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you stupid. There are three simple changes no, not this I tell guy. all of my arthritis patients to make. Number one, you have to start... Either. I, I mean, I confess, I was I was unaware of it, <laughs> which shows you how lacking uh, our history is in this country and how many people, you know, we should be aware on a day like this that voting rights are, are being systematically uh, taken away from from African-Americans and other people, too, in this country. you got to be very, very careful. Um, can you explain how? How are voting rights being taken away from Africans-Americans and, and, and others in this country? I'd like to know how. Uh, I mean, if you set it on TV, you, you'll have a backup for it, right? You can celebrate the day, which we do, but there are very important issues at stake here this year. So yeah. it's a good day to reflect on that, I think. Well, way to tie all that into Juneteenth. By the way, let me go ahead and tell the joke that's going around the Internet that everybody wanted me to tell. How ironic it was that Father's Day also fell on Juneteenth. Yeah, I'll go to hell for that one for you. Um, so how in how how is it then that uh, I I I'm so lost here at how people are losing their voting rights. She didn't know about Juneteenth. Do you know what Juneteenth is? Juneteenth was the day that the final slaves were freed in Texas. It took Messenger that long to get to them. 
The Emancipation Proclamation was signed months before. Maybe it was two years before. But now it is a national recognized holiday. Which, by the way, has nothing to do with voting rights. I don't understand where she just pulls that out of her ass. And then one of the other hosts on the show admitted to feeling silly about being ignorant about Juneteenth and says it was more of an important day for Americans to celebrate than Independence Day. Holy shit! Look (laughs) at them donuts! Well, let me just say real quick, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with that politely, due to the simple fact, if we don't have an Independence Day, there is no America, which means you would have never been freed. The British would have enslaved you. Now what you got, dummies? It's more important than Independence Day. Really? How come we don't have an emancipation? We do now. It was yesterday. It was just signed into federal law. Um, Without Independence Day, slavery still exists. Oh, V-Coop, I know. I know. But see, this is the thing is that I'm finding now to be, I I would be, I, I think I'd be overqualified to be a talk show host on TV. I guess I'm just too educated. Well, it just Kale says, wait, wait, I just got here. What? Uh, I was talking about uh, Joy Behar says they're trying to strip away voting rights from black people and others, which I still don't know how they're doing that. Uh, and then another host of The View says that celebrating, and this was all based on Juneteenth becoming a holiday. One of the hosts says Juneteenth is, is more important to celebrate than the celebration of the independence of our country. So July 4th, not as important as Juneteenth. That's what she said. Oh, I know. I, I, I already know. I know. The lack of knowledge on American education. Hey, 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 Joy, I know that you're a few years older than me. But you see, I grew up here in Texas, and I know I'm a dummy from the South. Yeehaw! I actually do spit tobacco juice. I've known about Juneteenth my entire life. You fucking racist fucking cow. You know, she goes on to say, you know, we should be more on uh, aware on a day like this that voting rights are being... What does that have to do with, with Juneteenth? <laughs> uh, I, I just, I love it. I love that. And you know, here's the sad part, is that there are a lot of people that get 
And, and a lot of people have asked me, Artie, why do you why do you cover the View so much? Why do you talk about the View? I talk about the View now because the View has almost turned into what the Daily Show used to be. Not nearly on the level of the Daily Show when Dave uh, when John Stewart was hosting, because many many young people got all their news from the Daily Show. Their actual news. They didn't realize the show was set in satire for a while, and then they did, and then that's why it got all kinds of shit. But The View is now where people, oh, well, you know, they said it on The View, and they know. Bitch didn't even know Juneteenth was a thing. If I have a Juneteenth barbecue, I'll be culturally appropriating. I don't want to do that. How do we celebrate boycott cotton? Uh, just paid six eighty for gas. Fuck me. Yeah, that that's how you celebrate. You pay almost seven dollars a gallon. The view, the show that's dumber than you are fat. I appreciate that. Joy was only aware of Jew teeth. <laughs> oh. And, and let's not forget, let's not forget that that she is one of the dumbest people. Known to mankind, Joy Behar is for saying. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Because I guess black people don't have guns in this country. Oh, the bad ones do. Whoopi, you know them. I swear to God. Oh, let's see. What else should we talk? Oh, well, yeah, we got to get to this. This is fucking terrible. I, I, you know, but are we really surprised? And by the way, I'm going to bash one of my favorite people, and that's W. I'm going to bash the shit out of him here. Administrators at a Queens high school are demanding that teachers pass undeserving students. Teachers at William Cullen Bryant High School in Long Island. Long Island. Say the pressure comes as the school year is about to end and they ask to promote students who have skipped classes or have done little to zero work. When are we going to get it through our big fucking stupid brains? Funny thing, I was at the gun range this weekend, and there was a black woman with a long weave firing an AR. No joke. Well, you need to call authorities because gun laws are going to change once that gal gets a gun. Um, This all stems from that program they set up back in W's administration of No Child Left Behind. I, I don't know what is going on. I, I, I understand that parents don't want to have that kid that's held back. Moms want to have graduation parties. Dads want to, you know, do all this kind of stuff. The parties and all that kind of stuff, your ego, your ego needs to take a break. Because you're not setting this child up for anything except failure for the rest of their life. Now, I'm not talking about a kid should go to college and then then find their... No, 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 no. 
I am saying when a kid is in school from, from kindergarten to high school, they should pass, they should learn. And if they don't pass or learn, then you hold them behind. The end. You want to do this bullshit and offer extra credit and stuff like that? They're just passing kids through. Big Coop says for Juneteenth, there was a celebration here in Virginia at Buckrow Beach. People celebrated by fighting, jumping on cars, and shooting each other. So apparently black people have guns. Someone informed Joy. Um... There is no way in hell. Let me just say this. There is no way in hell my parents would have allowed a teacher to pass me through if I wasn't smart enough. No. No, 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 no. My parents would have held me back themselves. My parents didn't want to have the dumb kid in class. My kids didn't want that. No. And and when I got bad grades, and there was never... The, the, the only time it ever got close was seventh grade. Because I had first started drinking in seventh grade. It, it, it took me a whole summer to figure out how to manage my drinking with my schoolwork. Which did suffer. Uh, but And it was an English class. Because I, I just wasn't paying any attention to English. And I, if I failed English, then they were going to hold me back. I didn't want to fucking repeat seventh grade. You know how embarrassing that is? My dad told me that uh, he had a meeting with the teacher once the there, – there were two six weeks left, and all I had to do was get uh, uh, e- either two Cs or if I got an A and a B, I would pass no matter what. I got both As because my dad told me I had to get both As if I wanted to get the, the, the whitewater season pass. And that was with my own money. I couldn't even buy it with my own money. Said, you don't get two A's in this class, you you can kiss going to Whitewater goodbye. Didn't want to do that, so buckled down, got two A's. And my teacher didn't just give them to me. I had to earn them. The end of seventh grade, I had memorized the entire Rudyard, Rudyard Clip, Kipling's, Rudyard Kipling's uh, poem, If. You can keep your head when all about you and others are losing theirs and blaming it on you. The world and all that's in it. it, 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 it the poem is if. And I memorized the entire poem and I, I blew away my teacher at the end of the semester with it. Because that's what he told me to do. This is, this is insane. That we're allowing kids to pass through classes without earning it. I shouldn't be surprised. Are there teachers out there? Uh, uh, look, I, I'm going to go into my mode right now of do your fucking job. I understand it's tough. I understand it's a thankless job being a teacher. You didn't have to choose it. But uh, but let's go ahead and do this. Um, do your job. If a kid fails, do your job. If that means you have to get fired, then then you know what? That's when you have that's why you have a union. You're all about these teachers unions. It sounds like they don't do a whole lot for the teachers. 
If I want to fail somebody, if a kid doesn't come to my class all semester and then wants me to pass him through, no, I'm not going to do that. That, that. That's ridiculous. Hangtown Genesis is a parent of a child who uh, she had to hold them back herself. It's a hard fight. My son was not doing his best and was, in general, a bit of a non-listing bored dickhead in school. Every year we heard the same thing. If Tyler does not do this, then he does not pass. Every year they passed him because my kid can pass standardized testing. By fifth grade, it was the same story. Three months before school got out, we were in parent-teacher conference where the teacher said, if Tyler does not do this, he will not pass. And I said, well, Tyler's done anyhow. He's going to do redo fifth grade. He's been blowing smoke up your ass for six months, and I'm done. He needs consequences for his actions. He will repeat the sixth grade or fifth grade. Good. Bravo. You did your job as a mom. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying this flippantly to you. You did your job. Being a parent, I've said it on this show so many times. This is why I'm not a parent. It's the hardest job in the fucking world. You have to raise adults. You have to. That's, that's the only job that you have as a parent is to raise that thing to become an adult. Sometimes you have to teach it hard lessons. Fuck the teachers, spoiled, overpaid, whiny cocksuckers, all of them. The one move sent me to, uh, to the school board. I had meetings that went all the way to the superintendent of schools, meetings that included my son, a mental health professional, and a lawyer. Also, I could hold him back in school, said they would. I guess what? It was the best decision ever. Of course it was. Look, look, look. Bad thing. Look, when bad things happen, you have to learn from them. Your kid showed that he learned from it, being held back. I learned. I learned from that seventh grade misstep that I took. We have to teach these kids how to learn. And somebody not showing up to school, you're not a high school graduate. And if you get to a certain age, we just kick you out. If you Look, look, I don't understand how you don't show up for class all year and they don't kick you out of school. I know why. Because your name equals money. Every time that you show up to class, they get paid. Mm-mm. Not anymore. Let, 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 let's take back. Let's let, why don't we take back our children's lives and don't let these programs and these, these stupid initiatives like No Kid Left Behind. Let, let, let's get rid of those. Let's hold teachers accountable to do their jobs. Let's don't let them rely on this tender, or uh, not tender, tenure, Or they can get this, quote, tenure and then not give a fuck about doing anything anymore. Everybody who wanted to, you know, wear those hats because it was so cool. Let's make America great again. It's an awesome sentiment. It's an awesome statement. But do you really know what it's going to take to do that? I, I, I mean, honestly, let, let, let's look back at that. Make America great again. Okay? Now, I don't even want to get into the racist aspects of this country and when were we great and all this kind of stuff. I think America is great. Compared to the rest of the world, fuck yeah, we're great. 
We're great when we allow parents to be parents. Not beat their children, but teach them lessons. That they, and, and the lessons that the kids learn, they'll have to learn through some sort of pain, whether it's physical, emotional, whatever. Failing a class is embarrassing. We had kids that were held back, and guess what? Those kids were, they were pretty much ostracized then. If they were in the cool guy era going in and they got held back, they lost it. They lost it, and they really don't fit in the cool guy era when they're new class because, well, they're the dummies from the old class. Teach them that. But kids can't have their feelings hurt. Okay. All right. Uh, America was great, hence why everyone wanted to be here. If you don't think America was ever great, then get the fuck out of here. Okay? Well, I mean, it wasn't necessarily great, you know, racism. It happened in this country up until, well, well, it's still going on. I mean, there are a lot of things that, that, that people can point out and they can say, well, America's not great. I understand the statement. I get it. I, I, I get what it means. I know what that feeling means to, to mean America. It's like walking into the Old Navy when they, they first put all the 4th of July shit out. Makes you feel good. I'm all for that. Maybe you're on to something. Maybe the teacher should be on a Tinder or grinder style teacher app. The teacher who gets the most positive swipes. Gets tenure, gets to stay and teach. Those that don't can't move along. Yeah, but it's only tenure for like two years. Then we get to vote on them again because they could lose their style in that. I got kicked out of the eighth grade for ditching every day. I got held back in the eighth grade after that because I didn't do anything the whole year. My mom made me go to summer school once I was in high school, and I ended up catching up on credits and skipping the 11th grade to graduate with my class. I appreciate the experience because I learned from it. Exactly. They aren't even doing that anymore. To make America great again would take something that today's world can't handle. Hard-ass men that don't compromise or put up with BS. Also spanking, whoop your kid's ass. Uh, Correct the mundo. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, honestly, to make America great again, whoo, boy, some people's feelings would be hurt. Man, oh, man. I was told that I was going to traumatize, stigmatize, and ruin my son for life by holding him back. These words thrown at me by teachers who used to threat at their will but follow through on the threat. And I was the one to blame if my son is coming years turned out to be a school shooter. And you, you chose right. And by the way, it's your son. You're allowed to choose that. Sorry, but it's true. You can. Um, all right. Uh, oh, boy. Boy, this is this is huge news here. I, I I don't know who's doing this, but come on, come on. Do we not see the major health implications of this? I'm just I'm going to tell you right now that if this becomes a super spreader event, I am going to I you're going to rue the day that you ever crossed me. Tens of thousands took to the streets of San Paolo for the 26th Gay Pride Parade 
after two years away due to the horrible and dreaded coronavirus. This year, the Pride March was called Vote with Pride and was back in full swing in the Brazilian city. The organizer said, it's an immense pleasure to return to the streets. Well, have you not heard about monkeypox? Hello? Monkeypox is allegedly running wild everywhere. Mainly transmitted through gay men having sex. I'm just saying, if there is a breakout, I'm pointing fingers, and I'm pointing fingers right at San Paulo, Brazil. Good gravy, Davy. I mean, the streets is packed with people wearing clothes they shouldn't be wearing. Why are dogs taking part of this? Why, 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 why am I seeing a picture of a dog that's got a rainbow tutu on? Why, why, why am I seeing that? <laughs> Special kiss says, you beat me to monkeypox. Oh, that's what this story was all about for me. That's what it's all about for me. If I'm to believe, now, now look here. If I'm to believe this is some sort of threat, there's going to be a major outbreak of it here. If it's breaking out all over the world, there's there's like a whopping one case here in Texas. And, of course, there's only, what, 30 million people that live in this state? Yet it is the lead news story. A monkeypox case has been found out in the state of Texas. So what? Monkeypox has gone into a Hulkamania status. It's running wild, brother. If it doesn't run wild there, I do not believe in monkeypox anymore. The end. Because you know. I, I'm looking at pictures of thousands of people in the street. There's some there's some bibbity boobity going on there. We we all know that they're doing the the hoochie coochie. Right there in the streets of Brazil. If armadillo pox was unleashed in Texas, then y'all would be up in arms. Hell no. I'd just be fucking gunning for him if I saw him on the street. I saw a dead as shit one the other day. Woo, it just recently got run over, too. Cracked the shell and everything. I think it was hit by a dually or something. That thing was all tore up. All right, that does it for our first round of wonderful news today. Holy shit. I, I promise you, the second batch of news is a lot lighter. I promise. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, no, I don't like any of those people for wrestling. Uh, listener mail is coming up next. Uh, can we do a new song and replace Rocky Top with Monkey Box? No, no, we cannot, but thank you for asking. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. The Elvis movie, less than eight hours away. Or nine. Nine hours away. Well, you know I can be found Sitting alone If you can come around At least please telephone But don't be cruel 
Colony Stage Show, also known as S. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Let me let me just say, Cowboys girl, I feel for you. You got a damn dentist appointment. Get one side of your mouth deep root cleaned. Fuck that shit. Why I got false teeth? My my teeth get deep root cleaned every damn night. In a glass of some polydent. My realtor just asked for a things I'm looking for in a home. I sent him a sales spreadsheet with 17 possible properties. Broken down to every detail, positives on my part and negatives, travel time to work, ocean, etc. Put them in order, the most I liked, and now I wait for him to get back to me. Do you think that this was too much? No. Should I have just been like, I want a three-bed? No, uh-uh, no. You're not being too pushy. You're, you're. He asked what you wanted. If he wasn't ready for the full answer of what you wanted, then that's on him. I think you did. I think you made his job a lot easier. He's going to come back with about five or six places that are going to be ideal, and you're going to have to choose from one of those. You did a great job. Mm, the Antichrist will come to earth as a dentist, fucking sadist. Amen to that. Amen to that, brother. All right. <clears throat> uh, it is that. Uh, it's Tuesday, which means it's time for listener mail. Listener Mail, every Tuesday, is brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Let me tell you about the rest. I found this little ditty interesting. When the police come knocking at your door looking for DNA, no, it's the rest. Because instead of using carpeting glue to hold your floors into place, no, no, they use their, their own saved ejaculate to keep the floors in place. That way their DNA is all over your house. So if there's ever any time a crime is committed, offer just a piece of your floor and go, we know the people. You know who's not putting loads of his loads under your flooring? That's my friend Jesse. He doesn't have time to do that. He has time to put in the best floors known to mankind. Give him a call at 775 267 41 Two, three. The rest celebrate Juneteenth by making nooses. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That is pretty bad right there. I wasn't thinking. I put a dip in right before we started, but we got listener mail here, and I got to start with two questions, which means, oh, yeah, it's that time. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Me, me, me. Okay, we're perfect now. Here we go. All right, we got listener mail. So hey, here, here we go. <clears throat> Haven't done this one in a while. Jimmy Walker's dynamite, Fred Sanford carrot top. You know your mom likes to mop. Satana hated me, had a clit that hung to her knee. I did another show without me, it really blows. 
Brayton, man, I am told Joe Dog Radio 2, I just say fuck you. Now you know why the show is so good and better, and it is important to me. It's time to laugh, Barney. He is bad, we hope you're down with that. You should ask him right now before he goes out and fucks another time. There you go. There you go. Solid gold, baby. Solid fucking gold. Hold on a second. We got to get to the second song. The band's just going to keep rolling. All right. Second one. Oh, crap. Crap. I, I closed out the second one because I'm dumb. Let's find it now. Where'd it go? There it is. In the comfort zone, no, it's like no being cuddled zone. by Shut up, kittens idiot. or one. I don't care about Sprite. I, I didn't have to listen to this earlier. Damn it to hell. But it's important I do this song today, being today is the Elvis movie day, and we are going. Band, you guys ready? All right, here we go. <clears throat> someday. All right, first listener mail here. Uh, I'm late. I just found out Leah Thomas, the dude, was banned. Yeah, we did that yesterday. Uh, yes, Leah Thomas has not been, well, they're not going to let people like her race anymore. All right, first letter here. It's from James. It says, Arnie, I really need your help. I have a business trip to Dallas in about three weeks, and I was wondering if you had some meal suggestions for me while I'm in town. 
One night needs to be uh, pretty fancy, and the others just need to be really good place to eat. Thanks for the help. Um, I, uh, I, I, I did not hear an invite in there. Did, it, did anybody else not hear an invite in there? I, I did not hear an invite. He's coming to town, but he wants me to pick places for him to go out on business. He's either on, okay, you're here on business. Okay. All right, so I got to pick out uh, some meal suggestions. One night needs to be fancy. Uh, Nick and Sam's. If you want to go fancy, go Nick and Sam's. I, I can I can I can attest to that place is awesome. The food is uh, the food is great. The ambiance is fancy. It, it is a fancy place though. I mean, you, you got a few of those places. You got that. You got Three Forks, which which is very very good. Very high end steakhouses. I'm telling you about right now. Um. As far as fancy goes, either one of those, or if you want to, uh, everybody says Del Frisco's is the way to go. I have not eaten at Del Frisco's because Del Frisco's to me is way, way too expensive. Uh, but if you do go to Del Frisco's, then I will be joining you uh, along that trip because I need to get a Wagyu steak, and I'm sure that your business will be happily to pay for it. When Arnie says fancy, it means they expect you to wear pants. Yes, I usually wear I, I usually wear you know boots and jeans to these places. Now the other places, all right. You're gonna get a lot of people to tell you to go to Terry Black's Barbecue in Dallas. Now I have yet to eat Terry Black's Barbecue. I will say this though: if you have a chance to get to Hutchins, go to Hutchins every time. If if you're in that part, uh, Hutchins. I hope you're writing this down, and I'm gonna email him back. Hutchins is by far the best barbecue in the area, easily. Brisket, second to none. Their beef rib, phenomenal. They have they have free ice cream. They have free cobbler. They have free banana pudding. They have uh, the the Texas tornadoes, which is a jalapeno that's hollowed out. You got cream cheese in there, and you got brisket, and then they wrap it in bacon and barbecue it. Oh man, that shit is good. Now, if you're if you can't get up there, if you're if you're stuck in the the downtown Dallas area or around Midtown area, uh, you can go there. There's a great barbecue place across the street from Terry Black's. It's called Pecan Lodge. A little bit more expensive than than Hutchins, but it's pretty damn good. I would say it's the second best either that or Oaked. If you're flying into Fort Worth, well, it's Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, there's a Whataburger right by the airport. Hell, there's a Whataburger in the airport now in Fort Worth, in, at DFW. There's one in, in, in Dallas, too, at Love Field. Oh, uh, you you should go to Whataburger while you're here. That should be an easy lunch trip. Especially, oh, oh, by the way, hold on a second here. We got, we, we've got breaking news here. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an oh. urgent and yeah. horrifying news yeah. story. And I need yeah. all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I had the new uh, Whataburger uh, Country Bacon Burger. Holy shit. Boy, that shit was phenomenal. I got to give kudos to Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, he had one a couple weeks ago. He texted me. He's like, hey, have you tried this? Pretty damn good. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. It'd be better if they would have put tomatoes on mine. I'm going to have them put tomatoes on mine next time I get it. But, yeah. Man, oh, man. The new, if you are if you got a Whataburger near you 
and you can get this country this country double cheeseburger. Woo, daddy, country bacon double cheeseburger. Holy shit. That and onion rings, couple apple pies, you'll be good to go. Back to the restaurants. Uh, amazing Mexican restaurant on Greenville Avenue called Desperados. I highly recommend that. Or any of the Uncle Julio's uh, Mexican restaurants. Those are awful good. Uh, I'm trying to think, did I leave anything else? I mean, you ain't going to get to Garland, so I ain't going to tell you to go to Garland Main Street Cafe. That, that, that's just stupid. Um, any place else? No. I mean, you're going to be good. It, look, go down to Lower Greenville. If you've got business people in town, go down to Lower Greenville. And when you when you go there, you will see why I tell you to go there. That, that and Deep Ellum. Those are your two places that you should visit when you come to Dallas if you want a lot of food. Problem is, there's going to be a lot of people. Dallas Farmer's Market, pretty fantastic, too. But uh, but the fancy place, I, I, I think I, I did you well. And hopefully on the new website, because we're still working on the new website. Oh, I have a meeting tomorrow. Good. Uh, working on the new website. We're going to put up uh, my, my restaurant recommendations everywhere I go. I'll have some up for Vegas. I'll have some up in Sacramento. Sacramento pretty much all will be go to San Francisco. If, if Chef Menard was still at Chops in downtown Sacramento, I would I would probably rank that as the best restaurant in Sacramento. But he left, and he took all his culinary skills with him. There's also a Hattie B's. All you need there is a gallon tub of pimento mac and cheese. Yeah, the Hattie B's that down there, whew, that pimento mac and cheese is pretty, oh, my God, it's so good. It is so good. I, I, I'm not the world's biggest fan of this hot chicken craze that's going on. And it's hot. Like, like I, I'm not a big hot buffalo wings fan. I like the spice a little bit. I like the, the flavor, ta- with, you know, with, the, with the, the tang and the blue cheese. I like that. I don't need it to be fucking Three Mile Island hot to where I'm, I'm shitting fire for the next month. And I know that there are people out there that love that shit. Hey, more power to you. They, they, me not eating that hot shit means there's more for you. But Hattie B's mac and cheese is pretty, I, I, probably the best mac and cheese I've ever had. It, it, it's up there. It's pretty damn good. Hattie B's right down there in Deep Elm. Like I said, you come here for business. You ain't going to miss if you pick pretty much any place on Deep Ellum. All their places are great down there. Like I said, though, on the weekend, it's just a fucking zoo. Deep Ellum and Lower Greenville, perfect. You're welcome. You're welcome for an amazing trip. All your your work cronies are going to be like, damn, man. You know how to pick places to eat, dude. You are awesome. And then I just want you to remember how you didn't invite me to any of those places, and I probably could have sold it a lot quicker than you did. So there you go. Meh. James, I hope you have a great trip. Uh, all right, here we go. Let, letter number two. Oh, wait. You know what we didn't even do for that one? Holy shit, we didn't even do this. Uh... All right, scumbag, pay yeah. attention. It's time for Mail Call. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this one is from Gary. It says, Arnie, my wife thinks I need to add a pair of cowboy boots to my shoe closet, and I have never worn cowboy boots. She says it'll be good for when we do country things. 
Oh, oh, you know what this week is? This is Reno Rodeo Week. One of the richest rodeos in America is happening this week in Reno, Nevada. One and by far one of the best. I've got nothing but love for the Reno Rodeo. Bob Tallman will be calling that. You got tickets to it? You want to hear a great you want to hear a great rodeo announcer? You listen to Bob Tallman, who by the way is from Nevada but now lives in Texas as well. Uh what can you suggest when it comes to boots? If she says it, that means I'm getting boots, and I'd rather pick them out than her. Thanks for the great show, Gary. All right, uh, boots. I've been looking at a lot of boots lately. I mean, I found the uh, – you don't, don't listen to me right here, Gary. This is for Arnie. Um, the navy blue uh, snapping turtle boots, whew, those things are humdingers. I do like those. Found some found some gray ostrich. I kind of dig. I, I kind of dig in the gray ostrich. Blue ostrich, not as much. They're a little harder to find. Way more expensive. Uh, but for you, now, I would suggest since you've never worn cowboy boots before, to go for a pair of Roper style boots. Okay, yeah, uh, it, it's a smaller heel. They're very very comfortable. I always suggest going with Justin or Lou Casey. Those are my two go-tos. Now, there's a new company that's coming on, and I got to say that I like them. They have a pair of, uh, I saw a pair of gray lizards on their site the other day, and I was like, oh, these are it. And that's Tacovas. Tacovas are coming on. And I got to tell you, I have a pair of Tacova. I've got a pair of their black lizards, and they're very, very comfortable boots. I would say, like, like if you if you want to get a cool pair of boots, get like a, an exotic pair. Stay away from snakeskin unless you're planning to be starting up a life as a pimp. Nobody wears snakeskin boots. Nobody. D- don't let anybody. If anybody tries to talk you into snakeskin boots, you call me and I'll just come down there and whoop their ass. Nobody wears that shit. Figure out if you prefer square toe or not. I believe square toe is the only way to go. But the situation with the boot would determine uh, that, too. Square toe is a new one for me. I, I like square toe, and I've been wearing a lot more square toes. But I remember the first pair of square toe I got were my uh, were a pair of alligator. Yeah, they were a pair of brown, my brown alligators that I got. And uh, I love them, I, I, but it took me a while to get used to square toe because I was always a round toe guy, never a pointy toe. Don't do the pointy toe. If you did the pointy toe, the heel's too high for you. Round or square? Yes. I, I, I think that's a great thing to point out there, Fred. Uh, my sister's going to the Reno Rodeo. She's been trying to talk me into going. It's a lot of fun. It's a great rodeo. I wear Cody James work boots at work and Justin work boots on my time off. There you go. Uh, one, one big thing here, Gary, I, I don't know if – this is one of those weird things with cowboy boots now. They're starting to make a lot of cowboy boots that have a rubber inlet in their sole because it used to be all leather, and you'd have to scuff them up. You have to scuff up your boots, otherwise you're going to slip and slide all over the place. Well, now they got this rubber in there. Now, if your wife and you start taking dancing lessons, that rubber insulin, that rubber is going to fucking kill you. So don't dance in there. If you get ones with rubber on the bottom, don't dance in them. Just telling you. If you get the ones with rubber in the bottom, okay, there you go. 
If you have to get something that's exotic, go with either an ostrich, possibly a lizard. You're not cool enough to wear alligators yet. Sorry, you're not. This is your first pair of boots. You don't get a pair of alligator boots your first run out. You can get a pair of ostrich. Hmm. But, yeah, so there you go. I hope that helped. Uh, Derek says square toes for me. I like the square toes because they're a lot more comfortable for my wide-ass feet. So, I, I mean, that, that that's pretty much why I wear them. I still have, what, two, three pair of round toes? Let's see. It got a pair of elephants that are round. Got a pair of ostriches that are round. Got my lizards that are round. Oh, and then my, my shitters. Oh, that's the other thing. If you start to get into cowboy boots, you got to get a pair of shitter boots. Meaning you can wear those out in the mud and the shit and all that because you don't want to put your exotics in that. Don't get prints either. No, stay away from prints. If you see a pair of, of what they say are gator boots or caiman or lizard or anything and they cost under $200, they are not real. That is what you call a print. So there you go. Yeah, good call there. Stay away. The prints are horrible. I hate those fucking cavenders. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, we call those shit kickers. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and I've got the perfect pair of shit kickers. They're great. And I can wear them with anything and yeah. Fuck the fancy boots. Get a pair from Pepe at the flea market. Yeah, you're going to get one of them pointy-ass toes of boots. You start wearing them fancy boots out of Mexico, man, they got the, 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 they almost fucking, they almost point to a point where they roll up and they look like Middle Eastern shoes. Uh, Dear Arnie, why do people say things like they are sick of living in a place that has become overrun with shitty politics? Then they move and bring their shitty politics with them and fuck up the way of life for people they have never been around. I just want to live in the America that I used to live in when I was growing up. That's from Jason. Jason, I think a lot of us want that, and I know what you're talking about. This is, the, this is what, what Nevada lives with right now. All the people that wanted to get out of all the shit in L.A., in Southern California, all the homeless, all the tax issues, all that kind of stuff, we're going to move to Southern Nevada, which they did. Oh, but you know what? We're still going to vote on those fucking ideals that put Southern California in the shithole. We're still going to vote that way here. And look at us. We're, we're so strong now. We make up 90% of the vote for the entire state. I don't know why people do that, because people are stupid, Jason. I mean, look, look, Jason, that, it, it's an honest question you ask. I, I, I give that to you. I don't know their mindset. They moved out because of the shitty way the city was run. They moved to another state, and then they vote for the same kind of people that are going to run the city shittily like they ran from. It's insanity. That's what it is. That's the definition. We do the same same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That is insanity. Uh, 
Jason, what you have to do then is uh, this is what Nevada needs to do. They, they they need to put a big moose right there at the border and say, sorry, folks, state's closed. Moose out front should have told you. That's what they got to do because the state of Texas has been closed for a while. We're not letting anybody else in. We don't want you. All the Mexicans from Mexico have filled up California, so the liberals and Democrats in California moved to Nevada. All Nevada residents have moved to Texas and Idaho or maybe Utah. Hmm. Not all Nevada residents. I know a lot of people, especially in the northern part of that state, are not happy. If I ever see a state splitting, that, that's the state I see splitting. Because the politics couldn't be any different. And there's not enough of Northern California to say the same thing about that is Republican. Because Northern California would have to have San Francisco in there and that would dwarf it. That would be like 90% of the vote. So you're still going to be, you're still going to be blue there. But if you were to split Nevada in half, the top one would be red. Fred, don't kid yourself. Those Mexicans are filling up not only California. They're filling up Texas. They're filling up Arizona. They're filling up New Mexico, which then is in turn filling up Nevada, filling up Colorado, filling up. They don't just stop at those states. They're going to get in where they can get in. All these, I, all, I, I, I'm so sick of these, these, these caravans. And whatever happened to that one, are they still in, in, in route? These caravans that have like 15,000 people. Those are the ones they want you to catch because it's the 10 to 20 really, really bad guys that are floating over in the other areas. See, the really, really bad people aren't in the big groups. They want you to think they're in the big groups. That way you waste time looking through these thousands of migrants while they're already in America planning destruction. Uh, my opinion, their voting mindset is I'm always right, so I'll keep voting that way. Now, that, that's You know what, Brett? That's a good way to look at it is because they, they look at it as, well, it's not their fault that their city has gone to shit, even though it is their fault for the way they voted or didn't vote. So they're going to move someplace else and do the same thing. That, that, that's the problem. And I'm sorry it's happening. You have to fight back. Uh, those caravans do suck. So do the Plymouth Voyagers. Hi, oh, we need to recalculate how votes are appropriated. The bigger cities, uh, the less the votes count towards the total sum. That way, the people in the country don't get subjected to the big city political leanings. I, I you know, I understand what you're saying, but one vote is one vote. I, I, I'm sorry, and, and people that choose to live out in the country and they don't get the representation, they chose to live out in the country. One vote is one vote. I, don't, I, I, I think we, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think, and, and I had to suffer through this in radio like twice in my career when we weren't number one in the mornings, is because what happened was is that they got in ratings diaries 
this is before the people meter took over. They got in ratings diaries that had Hispanic listeners. Hispanic votes at that count were one vote. If you got a, a, a honky vote, it counted for, you know, like 100%. But if you got a Hispanic vote, it counted 150%. So if you got two Hispanic books in, that means you got three points. If you got two white books in, it counted as two points. They were weighed. We, we missed, I, 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 there was a time, we were number one for three years in a row, which was 12 rating cycles. We are number one. And then it was like another nine, and then they did this. And we weren't number one. It broke our streak. We knew exactly what happened. We were still pissed that we were number two. And then we went on another long streak until they waited again. So when it comes to weighing votes and things like that, I'm very, very leery of it because it's not real. I mean, those Mexican stations now were able to go into the marketplace and sell their product for a lot more, even though they didn't have those people listening. It's like, uh, it, it's like Sirius Radio. You know, their stock prices were going crazy because they kept announcing all these subscribers they had. What they weren't telling people were is all the subscribers were also included in to all the cars that were sitting on the lots. And finally, when that broke, boy, their stock fucking hit the shitter. Some of their stations have to play commercials. I thought that's what satellite com- radio was all about, was no commercials. Isn't it weird? But, yeah, look, Jason, I want to go. I wish we could grow in the America that we used to live in. I, w- I, I honestly wish that we could let our kids go out in summertime right now from the minute they wake up until it's dinner time. Where can you do that? Where, where's that allowed? I mean, we have people that report kids that are playing in a park because, well, it's too hot. And then the parents get busted for child endangerment. Well, it's just as hot when we play. Nobody called in. You know the time I want to go back to? I want to go back to a time in America we minded our own fucking business. That's what I'd like. Of course, you're going to have those one or two fucking assholes in the neighborhood that are keeping track on everybody because they have to know everything in the neighborhood. But I want to go back to a time where we minded our own business. We didn't give a shit what they were doing down the street. They were having a swinger party down the street. Hey, good for them. Who gives a fuck? Now we have to be in everybody's business. (laughs) Playing outside is racist, transphobic, and misogynistic. You're very correct. I mean, if a kid's playing outside and a parent go, oh, my God, what are you doing out here? It's so hot. You shouldn't be playing outside. If I ever saw somebody say that to my kid, I'd whoop their ass. You shouldn't be playing outside. Well, where the fuck should he be playing? Summertime. That's what he's going to do. Well, it's hot outside. Yeah, it was hot when we grew up, too. It was just as hot. I, I, I don't know when this forgetting came in in our lifetimes, 
It was just as fucking hot growing up when we were kids as it is today. Don't give me this bullshit. This bullshit about, oh, no, it's not. It's, it's higher global warming. Bullshit. Two days from now, the high temperature in Dallas is supposed to be 106 degrees. And the weatherman jokingly goes, that's nowhere near the record. That happened in 1980. Yes, that same year where I was going outside playing all the time, where it was 113 degrees. It's too hot outside for kids. They're kids. They're made to last. They're durable. Hot outside. Grab a garden hose. Hell yeah. Fucking, you don't even need the hose, man. Go up to just a house that has a water spout. Just drink it right from the tap. Fuck. I don't know when kids became such pussies. God almighty. It's like we wrap them up in fucking in bubble tape before they go outside at all times now. Oh, that's cute. Sacramento's high as 104. What's your humidity? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's going to be about 88, 89% humid here. So our 106 feels like 122. Kids can't play out there. It's too hot. Oh, we have to cancel their baseball games. It's too hot. I've heard that. you got to be kidding me. Big bag of pussies. That's what they should call this, the, the, the kids that are kids now, the generation. It's generation big bag of pussies. Because that's all they are, is a big old bag of pussies. I can't go outside. It's past 87 degrees. Mother says I perspire. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Oh, man. She don't seem to mind how fucking hot it gets at Disneyland or Disney World, do they? I, 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 th- this is one thing I do love about social media. I will say this. I love being a, just a, a, a total voyeur when it comes to being on there. I mean, I post a lot of shit, yes. But I love seeing, you know, like when people go to Disney or they go to Six Flags. And these are the same people that say, oh, it's too hot outside for kids. Yet they're going to Disneyland and Six Flags when it's like 105 degrees out. They're standing in line. Well, there are fans, but come on, really? Why, why are you making an excuse? Because you want to have fun? Because when you were a kid, you got to go to Six Flags when it was 108 degrees outside. Well, this is the one time. Well, we, let, we let Charles III perspire on this day. Oh, then these kids are going to go on to be weak adults to work with. Oh, amen to that. Oh, hey, Brett, uh, I'm not exactly sure exactly how old you are. I am 50. These kids that are in school today, I am not going to work with them whatsoever. These are going to be the people that are wiping my ass in the nursing home. That's who these people are. So I can start pissing them off now because it's going to be a lot worse later on. 
My 13-year-old was gone all day yesterday on his bike. He went to the lake, played ball at the park, went to a movie, and then snuck into a second. He's back home at 8.39. That's the way to do it right there. That right there, that is parenting. Hell yeah, snuck into a second movie. There's nothing better than that. Big Jer taught me that one. (laughs) Seattle, (laughs) Zach says... Arnie, heat wave here. It's topping out at 56 today with clouds. Oh, god damn. That's fucking freezing. Jesus. Yeah, Brett, you're a 51-year-old. Yeah, we ain't going to have to worry about these kids. You ain't going to work with none of these kids. These kids are all pussies. They ain't going to have any gumption. They ain't going to have any get up and go. They're all a bunch of losers. Hey. You you don't want me to call your kids losers? Then don't raise a loser. It's that easy. I mean, honestly. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, you haven't spent uh, too much time talking about the Vince McMahon issue in the WWE. Just wondering what you think uh, this is all about. Could this possibly be a work? That's for the WWE. I heard Roman Reigns is about to be in movies. And is only going to be part-timer in the WWE. Uh, Do, all caps, do you think they'll allow him to hold the belt like Brock and only wrestle at certain pay-per-views? And do you have any idea on the latest with either Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt? That's from Peter. 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 Oh, let's see. My younger HF yesterday that you didn't lie. Glad you're still alive. Okay. Uh, He called me and asked me how to sneak into another movie. I said, just do it. Yeah. There you go. Just walk in. Shit, we all, all we do is slap sunscreen on the kids, make sure they drink water, and go play in the park. There you go. You're doing it the right way. Um, Vince McMahon. Well, you surprised the shit out of me last night. I gotta, I, I gotta say, I, I was, I was very, very supl- surprised last night that he came out on Monday Night Raw. He was out on Friday night on SmackDown. He started the show off and he didn't say a thing. He just said, you know, you know, then, now, forever, together. And he said, "Welcome to SmackDown." And he walked off. It's okay. And he came on last night to welcome everybody to Monday Night Raw, reminding it's the longest-running episodic television show in the history of TV. It's been, uh, last night was the 1500th and, like, 71st episode of Monday Night Raw. And he talked about John Cena coming back, and that was it. And I was sitting there going, this is weird. Is he doing it for his ego? Like, hey, don't forget about me. Yeah, when I heard his theme music last night, I was like, oh, shit. To the letter. Do I think this is a work? Now, for people that don't speak wrestling, let me help you all out. A work is a storyline. A work means it's fake. It means it's part of the whole story. Okay? A shoot 
from what I understand, a shoot is when when they shoot on somebody, they they're talking shit. It's a real interview, and they're talking shit. So this being a work, Vince McMahon. Uh, you're asking if this story is made up? No. No, no. And and here's the main reason why. If this is another wrestling company, possibly. The WWE is a publicly traded company, though. And their stock prices took a dump. People will lose their jobs. There are going to be people that, if they haven't, they ha- they will be losing their jobs in the next week over this due to what, what has happened. And no work ever gets taken that far. Especially when it comes to stocks and things like this. Look, look. A small part of my mind went to say, hey, this whole thing that AEW is doing with MJF by saying he's fired and not talking about him anymore. Did the WWE just outdo him by doing that to their number one guy? I mean, the number one guy being Vince McMahon. But then I kept reading story after story about stock prices, and I was like, yeah, I don't think they're going to mess with that. So, no, I don't think it's a work. I think it's real. I think Vince thinks he's cocky enough to beat it. I think that Vince is cocky enough to think that he's going to beat this. He does have an amazing lawyer. All you got to do is go watch the – if you want to see something really cool, go and find the Dark Side of the Ring, the episode, the steroid uh, trials. And they'll introduce you to Vince McMahon's lawyer, who's probably one of the greatest lawyers of all time, who got Vince off of that, which I still don't know. I mean, that 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 was literally, that that was almost as much of a coup as OJ getting off. And, and Vince only had one lawyer. A lot of people, I've seen some backstage reports that say that uh, a lot of people are really happy that Stephanie McMahon is taking over. And that the possible push now, and I like this, I like how this sounds. And I wish it wasn't in L.A. I wish this is the one that, that I mean, I, I would never trade my WrestleMania experiences for every, anything. It, it was still one of the funnest weekends of my entire life. And I have to say thank you to Braddy Kid for making that happen. Thank you to Tommy for being a part of that. That was one of the most special weekends of my entire life. And I'd love to do it in L.A. I, I, I tell you this because the head, this is what I'm seeing right now. Cody Rhodes, the son the grandson of a plumber, baby. Woo, the, the common man, if you will, daddy, will be coming back from his torn pec muscle in about eight months. That's about the time to start ramping it up for WrestleMania. And they're going to have Cody Rhodes in the main event taking on Roman Reigns for the world championship next year at WrestleMania in L.A., I got to say, that's a pretty phenomenal fucking card. I'm just looking at the main event, and I'm going, that's pretty fucking spectacular. Um, 
This is all Triple H revenge for having to lose those WrestleMania matches. Did you notice that everyone in WWE still had, is was still ecstatic when Vince comes out to the ring? No one in the crowd cares what he does. No, I, I mean, the crowd was going wild. He got a huge pop last night. Vince can add Johnny Depp's lawyer as well as the Texas Hammer. Oh, if Vince got the Texas Hammer, holy shit. I got to put the Texas Hammer in the damn sound effect machine. I can't believe I don't have him. Hold on a second here. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Oh, that would be so great. Where Where's my, uh, there you go. Uh, Here we go. Here's Jim Adler. The text. Whoa. Where's my sound? In church. Want to hear the scary part about this? Some insurance companies try to trick you and tell you that your bad wreck damage is worth deadly squad. Even if you're seriously hurt. Bad move. Medical bills, lost wages, car, truck repairs, go for it all. I'm Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer. I stand tough and carry a big hammer. That's right, you better run. <laughs> Call now. He's talking shit to actual trucks. I, lo- I love Jim Adler. Jim Adler is my spirit animal. God damn, he's awesome. Uh, Stephanie's only sitting in the seat. Vince is running it still. I, I, I'm not, I'm interested to see because, I mean, this is a real story that, you know, Vince fucked up big time. But if anybody can get out of it, I, I don't put anything past Mr. McMahon. I'll tell you that right now. And I don't think this is the way that he wants to go out. And 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 honestly, I'll say this right now. He doesn't deserve to go out this way. He's done a lot. And look, he's entertained me for fucking 40 years. So he, he deserves uh, the right way to go out. All right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, oh, wait, I just read that one. We need a roundtable discussion with Jim Adler, Sheriff Grady Judd, and that bag of pecan preachers of yours. Oh, Greg Locke. Oh, man, that would be the holy trinity. Greg Locke, Grady Judd, and Jim Adler in the same room? That is sensory sensory overload right there. Serious question, will you shed a tear when Vince kicks the bucket? I know I will. I probably will. I mean, I'll be saddened by that. A lot of people have hated Vince McMahon over the years because he's a roof. I think Vince McMahon has done, I, I didn't like what he did to the territories. I'll tell you that right now. I don't like that, that he took territories away from us. But in a way, he became too big, and a lot of people didn't like him for being so big, so territories were built around him. And it's gotten us to where we are today, to where we have different wrestlings. We have Ring of Honor. We have AEW. Will any of them match WWE? No. WWE's got too much money. But, man, they can still put on a good product. They can put on a good show. And and Vince is responsible for all that. I will probably shut a tear when Vince kicks a buck. It'll be sad. Another, you know, icon of my... 
my youth. I think that is the absolute worst part about getting old. Is that, and then you start to feel old when, like, your heroes start dying. I mean, like, when Nolan Ryan kicks a bucket, that's going to be sad. I mean, when Dale Earnhardt died, that was, that was horrible. But that was just freak accident. I'm talking about, like, when they die of natural causes and stuff. But, yeah. I, I Look, look, I, I, I think Vince McMahon has been a, a, a hell of a businessman and an entertainer as well. Nothing but love for that guy. All right, next question here is uh, Arnie. We, we, I talked too much there, so let's just... What the fuck do you want? All right, Arnie, your music selection is so great on the show. Well, thank you. It's not too country, not too rock, rap. It's really good blend of music. I just wanted to say that every once in a while you will blow me away with a music choice, and you did this morning with Eddie Murphy's Party All the Time. I haven't heard that song in so long, and now I don't have to hear it for a while, and it'll be perfect. Thanks, Arnie, for continuing to be the best uh, I've ever heard broadcast. Well, thank you, Kathleen. I appreciate that. Uh, like, I look at my, my music library. is huge, right? And they one of the biggest things that they always tell you in radio or consultants will tell you in radio is the bigger your music library is the worse your ratings will be and that is the truth for most but this isn't radio and we aren't a format we don't have any formatted music here not a country show it's not a rock show it's not a rap show i play everything now there are certain days like today today we're focusing on elvis aaron presley the king of rock and roll because i am going to see his new movie in uh eight hours that's right, less than eight hours, I will be sitting there with Raisinets. Suck it. I like Raisinets. Raisinets, probably not a Dr. Pepper since this theater doesn't serve Dr. Peppers. God knows they're willy-nilly on their fucking hot dogs there, too. But that just means I'll litter a little bit more there and a big wad of tobacco in my mouth watching a story tonight about the greatest entertainer to ever live. Uh, but, but yeah, that's today's music is, is focused on that. I like to do theme days. I just like to have fun with music. You guys seem to like all different genres, so I try to play as much as I can. I'm sorry if you like reggae. I don't, so we don't play a lot of reggae on here. As far as I'll go, I might play, uh, I guess they took the, the original version of this song down, the Eddie Grant version, because I did like that song. I, I, I did like, uh, hold on a second here. I've got the new version of Electric Avenue. This is the new version. I don't know if I like it as much. I like the old Eddie Grant one. It wasn't too reggae-ish. This is shaggy. Oh, I'm probably going to sneak in Dr. Pepper tonight. Yeah. Down in the street there is violence. And I'm not And then I can't blame it all on the sun Hey, oh, hey, no, we're, we're gonna, gonna 
I got to say, I, I'm glad to have that one in the library, but I want the Eddie Grant one back. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a total pile of shit, but he's taking it off iTunes, so I can't get it now. Ass doesn't play reggae or playing gay like a... Oh, dickhead, I said her name. Jesus. Hold on a second. Here we go. Yes. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to see you. I don't want to meet I you. I was wondering no. if after all these years you'd like No, no. Did me. you not listen to me? I didn't want to meet you. Hold on a second here. Power Man 5000. Oh, wait, I got to see this. Hold on. I, I believe you. I, I just need to hear it. Electric Avenue. Power Man 5000. This ought to be good because isn't the lead singer of Power Man 5000 in that Rob Zombie's brother? Okay. Electric Avenue, Electric Avenue, not seeing anything from Power Man 5000. Nothing. Well, hold on a second. Electric Avenue, Power Man, Power Man 5000, Electric Avenue. Let's see. It comes up. Yeah, Spider One is Rob Zombie's baby brother. They both did weird shit as kids. Uh, I I would imagine. No, it, no, nothing's coming up, man. Why is nothing? I, nothing's coming up from. Oh wait, hit return. Oh wait, there it is. Okay, here we go. Wow, that's terrible. That that that's awful. I I, I gotta say that's really bad. No, no, I, I I can't put that one in the library. That one's bad. I appreciate you telling me about that one, but wow, e gads. I like Power Man 5000, but that's terrible. That reminds me of the, uh, when Vanilla, like, does he, did he release this? Uh, there is a version, uh, Ice Ice Baby. I got to see uh, Vanilla Ice a few times in concert. And I'll never forget when I saw him in, in Reno. And... It was a it was a uh, it was a metal version of Ice Ice Baby. I don't know what it would be called. If the, is this the I mean, I mean he came out on stage to this and everybody was just fucking hyped. That was saying it. Got the hook. Ice, ice. All right, stop. Well, I All right, like stop. This. 
They can do it round robin style. Good God, this sounds like the members of Corn got shit faced, had gay sex with kangaroos, and recorded a cover of Ice Ice Baby. It looked that way too. Was that weird, Al? No, no, no. That was uh, that that was uh, that was actually uh, uh, that that was uh, Vanilla Ice. Now, you say that you prefer the Marty Ray Project. This one right here. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back. The brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flowing like a harpoon. Daily and nightly. Will it ever stop, y'all? I like it. It's not bad, but then I start to think about what it is. It, it, we're, we're talking about Ice Ice Baby. This is a song about a guy who has a white Mustang. I know the background of the song because the man grew up going to dance clubs here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I grew up going to those same places. Now, I was nowhere near the dancer that he was. Now, our good friend Brian, who comes in and does this show, actually beat Vanilla Ice in a couple of dance contests. Brian can flat out dance. You go to those clubs, you want to hang out with your friends, there's girls there. Right? So so I know what this, this song, in, in the Marty Ray Project, man, he, he tries to turn it into such a, a deep meaning. It's a song about a guy who's dancing and lying about moving to Miami. That's all. Can we ban covers? <laughs> Not today we can't. That's all I have left. Uh, it's like smooth summer, simple fun, and I know all the words, like a comfy slipper. Ed Sheeran's not sounding so bad now. Yeah, yes, Ed Sheeran is always sounding bad. Ed Sheeran is a garden gnome that was given centines and a guitar. Uh, did you have the parachute pants? No, we could not afford parachute pants. And they didn't have my size. Uh, I, I, look, look, I'm telling you the truth. I tried, look, I wanted it, and they would have my size, but they were too long. But you really couldn't hem parachute pants. So we never got to parachute pants, never wore your bows. Was never never had any Z Cavariches either. Ooh, I went old school there. Got the old Z Cavariches. Nope, nope, nope. No, couldn't afford that fancy stuff. We had to wait until JCPenney had a big old, you know, going back to school sale. Then I got good stuff. Arnie would have to wear an actual parachute. That's the reason why it was all about the pants. Look, I was very happy when my parents were begrudgingly. Oh, I I, I miss my parents. My parents, you could tell that they were raised in the Depression era. I never, ever got a pair of faded. I had to buy my first pair of faded jeans. I'm, I'm not kidding. I never had faded jeans as a kid. I hated wearing jeans because I was always a little heavier kid, and my parents, they didn't have a lot of money, God bless them, and they shopped at Sears. I wore tough skins my entire life. Boy, if there is a, if there is a, if I could file a class action lawsuit against the makers of tough skins, I would. Those things, and I'm dealing right now with, I, I have a pair of overalls I bought, and I wanted to, I want them to be faded. 
I poured goddamn bleach on them yesterday. Flat out liquid bleach. I've been trying to bleach them out. Didn't even phase them. Didn't even touch them. I only buy faded jeans just because of the trauma as a kid. And when I, I'll never forget when my mom bought me my first pair of Levi's. I was so excited. So excited. Except that my mom got me the stiffest, hardest pair of Levi's. And they just so happened to be the absolute darkest of dark blue colors. Oh, I was I was devastated. And then a little store named Mervyn's opened. And things changed drastically. Oh, thank God for Bugle Boy. Man, oh man. No more dark colored jeans for Arnie. If you wanted to look, look, there's a thing about me that not a lot of people know. Not hardly any. I, I've never said this one on the air. If I have a pair of like, like, like army green shorts on, you know those are like either army green or camouflage. Those are my favorite because those are what I was allowed to wear that weren't blue. The green ones especially. Like the army green shorts. If you if you see me wearing a pair of those, I'm in a fucking fantastic mood. Just because that was like the first color that I, I went to and I was like, oh, they don't have to be dark blue. Mm, let's see. I still my ask my wife why she buys pants at uh, uh pants that are ripped. I don't get that shit. Now now see I I do have a couple pair of pants I bought that are ripped because I'm fighting back that that evil you know depression era fucking style of my parents buy something that's gonna last you for you know eighty thousand years. Oh by the way by the way, if I would even come close to tearing up the bottoms of the tough skins or they were. I was starting to get too tall for him. Guess what my jean shorts were? That's right. I had tough skin jean shorts. You want to start going toe-to-toe with me about how bad your childhood was? You just remember I had tough skin, tough skin jean shorts. Jorts that were tough skins, which means I looked like I had bought a brand-new pair of dungarees and cut them off. Because tough skins never faded. Oh, I hate those goddamn pants. I remember when I was on the uh, when I was doing that that terrible show with uh, dog shit and jerk off. I think Sears was going to do some ads, and they wanted us to read about tough skins. I was like, only if you get me a pair. They never got me a pair of bastards. Let's see. Um, for clarification, I was talking about jean. Wait, 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 wait. Where's your out? Your out's on here somewhere. I didn't see her. Um, we wore uniforms growing up in Catholic school. My parents got us uh, tough skin corduroy pants. Oh, I had those too. You would have to scrape knees, and those pants still didn't rip up. Nope. No, I had to wear the, the corduroys were church pants. Yep. For seven miserable fucking years, I had to wear white polo shirts and dark corduroy pants. To this day, I absolutely refuse to wear either of those goddamn abortions of clothing. 
Yeah. The pants I own that are ripped are because my fat ass wears them out. Okay. I've never heard of Tough Skins. Did they sell them at a thrift store? Because my clothes came a dollar a bag at the thrift store. My mom loved those days. She really spurged and get me a whole grocery bag of clothes for a dollar. No, Tough Skins were sold at Sears. I hated clothes shopping with my grandmother. She would get me to try on pants and in front of people do the pant jiggle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I, I, I tell you, like, I thought Sears was a fancy store for the longest time. I really did because that was the only store we would go into in the mall. If we were going to the mall, we were going to Sears. And I think we accidentally wandered out one time. That was the first time I found a, a footlocker, and I was in love. But, yes, Tough Skins were sold. It was a, it was a Sears and Robux brand. They had the, the knees were, like, double-stitched. It looked like you had pads on. And the denim was like, I think the denim was even too thick for prison denim. You know, you see them convict movies and they're walking around in them big old thick-ass denim jackets. Yeah, that, th- that denim is not thick enough to be fucking tough skins. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The reinforced knees. Fuck. That was just, that was extra delightful of that fucking terrible company. And then, like, like every once in a while, like every once in a while, they would come out with like a tough skins light blue jeans, and they tried to make them look faded, but they just come out as baby blue. It looks like you're wearing pastel pants. It looks like you're, you know, like a, a youth minister that's about to start touching kids. They were ugly as shit. Your mom's like, my, my mom's like, do you want to get those? I'm like, no, they, they, those are baby blue. Oh, those are faded like you like. Because <laughs> I did get in trouble a couple times for pouring bleach on the tough skins. By the way, it did nothing to the tough skins. It's like, <laughs> bleach? Yeah, fuck you. I'll take this. Uh, Alicia says, good morning, ass. Sorry to be tardy, but work tonight and trying to gain as much sleep as I can. No need to apologize. Glad you're here. Got to see all your pictures from this weekend. Look like you guys had a great weekend. Uh, all my clothes were from Mervyn's or this uniform store and sack called Kitty Corral. Every time we went to the mall, I would look longingly and desperately at Mil- oh, Miller's Outpost. And all the normal clothes and cool kids wore. In short, fuck Catholic school and school uniforms in general. Man, Miller's Outpost. Ooh. They had the coolest shit there. I'll never forget my grandma one year for Christmas. She got me, and she got me the right one. Oh, I love this jacket so much. Pretty much those overalls were probably made by the same damn company. Uh, but one year my grandma got me a denim jacket. She she wanted to know what I wanted for God. I was like, I want a denim jacket. And no, she did not get the dark blue. She got the fucking bleached out one. Oh, I was in heaven. Oh, you don't know how happy I was. And then, like, the next year, my, my Uncle Bob got me a starter jacket. It was a cowboy jacket. It was the starter jacket. You know the one we all had that had the pocket in front and the hood? 
was a Dalboy. Once I had the Dallas Cowboy starter jacket, I was done. Hell, that was that was the mainstay of fucking freshman year of high school. Was wearing that goddamn thing. All of seventh and eighth grade. Yep, got my starter jacket on. Love that thing. Tough skins though. Fucking hated those. God almighty. I think I went to Lee jeans next. Lee, I, I only wore Lee jeans because Run DMC wore Lee's. Uh, all right, last mail here. I know we're still doing mail, isn't it crazy? Um, Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right. Uh, this one says, Arnie, I have a question for something I read you posted somewhere. Uh, do you really think that Ricky Gervais is as good as Dave Chappelle when it comes to being a stand-up comedian? I've never been a fan of Gervais because I always thought along with his British humor, he is a little mean for my liking. Just wondered if you have like a top five list of comedians working today. Keep up the great show. Uh, Grant. Let's see, a top five working comedian. Well, Chappelle and Gervais, and, and I did write that. I think I wrote that on a, a video, or I, I commented on somebody's video or something. They had a Ricky Gervais up in his new stand-up special, which I thought was genius. If I had to rank the top comedians working right now, let's see, we've got three. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, I, I can give you four comedians right now. Um, uh, well, like four and five, I guess would be Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. They're really doing a lot, and they're turning up social media. I got to give credit where credit's due. Those guys are enormous right now. Um, my third favorite comedian in the world right now is a guy named Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr is right now tur- touring all over Europe and all the Scandinavian places. He's a British comedian, and he gives zero fucks. I mean, he is he is filth. That like he he's he's probably one of the dirtiest comedians I've ever seen, and he is fucking awesome. Hangtown Jen says I don't find him mean. I find him honest and fucking funny. If it feels mean, well, fuck your feelings. Grow the fuck up or don't listen. Choices, people, choices. Yeah. I, I, I And look, man, it just depends on, on what day it is. I, I think the top two comedians in the world are Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais. I'll go to bed for Ricky Gervais all damn day. Same for Will Chappelle or for Dave Chappelle. I like them all. But there you go. Oh, you know who I left out? I left out Bill Burr. Uh, I'll say Segura and uh, Kreischer are tied for fifth. Bill, Bo- Bill Burr is, is, and, and Jimmy Carr are tied. And then Chappelle and, and Ricky Gervais, because I do love Bill Burr. We've done a best comedians. Have we ever done worst comedian? Oh. <laughs> The worst comedians. Oh, I love that. I love that idea. Oh, I'm thinking of one right now. <laughs> oh, yes. Worst comedians. Hold on. Let, 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 me, uh, let me write this down. 
because this is going to go someplace. Mm -hmm. Bird, Gervais, and Chappelle are gems uh, fighting for comedic freedom. Amen. And I, 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 I'm not a big fan. I, I would have put Joey Coy up there, but he hasn't been. Roseanne Bullock, Catway. Okay, uh, worst comedians. Okay, we, we've got Fridays, Mount Rushmore. Cat Williams. Oh, I like that. Cat Williams. Oh, I see a name on here. I better not say it. Somebody might get mad. Oh, that's a good name right there. Uh, who's that female comic on Netflix who basically did a woke slam poetry show? I don't know. It wasn't uh, Natasha Panjara or whatever her name is. Was that was that Chelsea Handler? I don't even. I, she's so she's fallen so far off the list. You don't like Sebastian Maniscalco? Wow. Wow, I, I like Sebastian's not bad to me. Sarah Silver, oh, that's a good one. And Bubba is going to enjoy these cupcakes. What what, what are you talking about? Mm. I like that. I like this idea. It's a good idea. Uh, so there you go. Mm, stink fist, that's blasphemous. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, I, I like Sebastian. I think he's pretty funny. It, it, I, 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 you know what I get? I, I totally get what you're saying, Stink Fist. Um, his style. You have to like his style. I don't mind his style. His setup. I enjoy watching comedians for that, what their actual whole shtick is. Because the, every comedi uh, all comedians go out on stage to try to make you laugh. And you have to figure out what their gimmick is. It's like a pro wrestler almost. I mean, you, you have comics that are right in your face that are bad. You know, or Hannah Gatsby. I don't even know who that is. Um... He's terrible. I sat stone-faced watching him, and I laugh at everything. All right. Hey, hey. But but that's okay. That's okay. You are allowed to like whoever you like. You might like Stephen Wright. I don't. I won't put Stephen Wright on there. Oh, I'm going to put, I, there There might be some people on here you go, oh, my God, I can't believe you're putting him on there. There's a few people on here. All right, I'll, I'll get to work more on this. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez, Ratburger, I'm sorry I missed all your texts this morning. My phone was underneath the, it was actually in the drawer. Holy shit. 
Uh, I had a Cowboys reversible starter jacket in high school, which happens to be the time they were winning Super Bowls. Yeah, me too. Uh, let's see, Gallagher, uh, straight up, Bob Saget sucked 100% as a comedian. Okay. Anthony Jeselnik is a big piece of garbage. I'm not a fan of Anthony Jeselnik whatsoever. I, I, I mean, not at all. Well, there's a name right there that I'm not going to miss. All right, I'll, I'll work more on this. And, and look, I, this is not going to be, I promise you this. This is not going to be an all-out assault on female comedians. There will be a lot of female comedians up there, but this is not all just about roasting the shit out of them. Uh, instead of taking another break, we're just going to go right on through. We'll just keep on keeping on. I got to tell you guys about this new restaurant in Hong Kong that, well, it, well, it's it not, not new, I, I don't think, but See, this is why, I, you know, I got I to gotta say I have love for the people in the Far East. When it comes to naming shit, they're all right by me. Because, see, I could get around there. They have a restaurant over there that's simply called the Jumbo Floating Restaurant. Now, where do y'all want to go eat tonight? Let's go to the Jumbo Floating Restaurant. Ain't nobody going to go, where's that? Everybody knows where the Jumbo Floating Restaurant is because there's only one. Oof, Brett, good God. On that frizzy-haired whore from a few years back when the bug eyes who roasted uh, the right. Nothing is jumbo floats. Um, yeah, well, this one didn't. No, uh, I, guess, I guess while people were enjoying their, you know, cream of some young guy, this boat that's been in there for 46 years, well, it capsized. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoops, a daisy. Its owner said in a statement that the restaurant had encountered adverse weather conditions when passing the Parcel Islands, also known as the Zisha Islands, on its way to an undisclosed location. The water depth at the scene is over a thousand meters, making it extremely difficult to carry out our the work to salvage it. Okay, nobody was eaten. Okay, that's good. They say no crew member was injured. It opened in 1976 by the late Stanley Ho Hong Sun, a casino magnate from Macau. Jumbo restaurant had become a popular tourist attraction. Fuck you. I ain't eating on no goddamn floating boat. Uh-uh. Well, I tell you what, though. That is a fresh catch. When, you, when, you, when your order's taking a while and you go, did, did they have to catch the fish? And they're like, yeah, they're working on it right now. Boy, this is a bill you cannot walk out on. Boy, they probably got guards at the door to the karate into the ocean. <laughs> they guess they call it hereware instead of chinaware. 
See, I'm a fucking genius. Nothing that's jumbo floats. I fucking knew it. And for some reason, I was thinking floating in air like suspended way high, not a floating boat. Because why would a boat float? Fuck, my brain needs a break. Yeah, why would a boat float? That's weird. And it's only been open for 46 years. Oh, man. That would suck, though. Right? Like you have, Can you imagine you have reservations? You've been waiting your life. Oh, honorable son, we take you to Jumbo Boat for major birthday. Yeah, fuck you. Ancient Chinese secret. Uh-uh, you ain't getting eight there, motherfucker. Ah, uh, the floating boat of Hong Kong is gone. Um, let's see. China is not spying on you through your coffee makers. Just stop. Okay, I got that one. Okay, we got to get rid of that one there. Oh, boy, do we have some. Oh, we have some crazy. Oh, there's some crazy stories coming up. That's right. Ooh, these three, I don't really want to do that much, but that's okay. I'll do them. Uh, we'll do that one. Nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear about the Grizzlies. By the way, it, 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 if you haven't, I, I if you haven't followed this, I envy you because I, I I followed it just because the show I do. These these two idiots that are on this USA Network show, Grizzly knows best. Todd and Julie Grizzly, who were convicted of all sorts of fucking money fraud and laundering and all kinds of crap, right? Or maybe not laundering, tax evasion, bank fraud. These are the same two people that signed off everything onto their, like, 88-year-old fucking grandma. This big old fat woman that's on that show. And, like, she's not, she's starting to knock on death's door. Ain't nobody know who's going to take care of her. Ain't nobody know who's going to take care of the kids because... Well, two of the kids are old enough. The last one, I think he's almost old enough. I'm just glad to see it finally. I'm starting to see it in a lot of places. I'm starting to finally feel that 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 validation to where I can finally play this when it comes to Todd Crisley. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! Yep. A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man! In the world! That guy has had so many cocks in front of his face, it's unbelievable. And it ain't because he's from South Carolina, neither. This guy is a cockasaurus. All these episodes where he's trying to get his wife in bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to rub up on you. Oh, girl, all this. Motherfucker, we knew that shit was a lie. Well, they've come out and they've spoken. We still hold steadfast in our faith. And we trust that God will do what's best because God's a miracle worker. Mr. Chrisley, do you think God doesn't hear you when you curse and you use blasphemy on your television show? Do you think he doesn't hear that? This running to stop running to God when you get caught, people. 
the the ugly daughter Savannah says she's gonna stand by her parents. <sighs> yeah, cause you ain't got no man to stand by, cause you're fucking all types of ugly. I don't know what the other kids are gonna do. They're probably gonna end up. Uh, well, the oldest one, the oldest boy, he he's a crackhead. The oldest daughter, who's not on the show, she has ins and outs with the family. She had a breakdown on on the stand too. Then you got the other two and the the youngest. Somebody got somebody else fixing to be on crack in that family. I'm just telling you. I don't I don't wish that, but even though they fought they they fought and lost the twelve counts of bank and wire fraud and tax evasion and conspiracy, they still deny all accusations. Wasn't me. They must know Shaggy pretty well. Wasn't me. When they had everything signed into their mother's name, how dare they? Man, that old woman, she could have gone to jail for a long-ass damn time. Yeah, it's tough to say praise the Lord while gargling on cum. Maybe like praise the load. Uh, at least you've never heard of this family. Who are they? They're on the USA Network. Uh, Crisley Knows Best. I think that's it. Yeah, Crisley Knows Best is the name of the show. It's been on for like fucking 12, 13 years. It's been on for a long-ass damn time. Ogre, have a great Monday, my friend. Now these folks are going to jail. <laughs> They're going to go to jail for a while, too. All right, I've got a story about the World Cup. By the way, have you ever have you ever noticed how they do the uh, play-by-play of the World Cup? I can do that for you real quick. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> hold on a second. Let, 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 let's set this up, shall we? Um, let's see. Uh, go on this. We'll go. Uh, there we go. This is what I want right here. Okay, yeah. Boom, perfect. This is not, this is not what I want. No, I don't care about this thing. This is what I want. Is this what it is? Let's go. Blimey's here we are in lovely old England as we have Liverpool taking on Manchester United for the European Cup. Manchester United takes the ball down the pitch and kicks it out of bounds. Liverpool throws it in. It's off someone's head, out of bounds. The crowd here in Liverpool going restless as Manchester United gets the ball as they take it and dribble it down the pitch. Johnson to Wellington. They have an uneven matchup. Looking to stay on sides, they shoot, and it's out of bounds. There you go. That, that, that's, that's pretty much a World Cup game. I, 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 could, I could work for the BBC. I know I could. Uh, speaking of soccer, this year's World Cup. It's going to be in Qatar. It's in the Middle East. They've already said, hey, hey, you uh, you gay fellas, you guys better not check into hotels together because if we catch in, you're gay, you're going to prison. 
Well, guess what? In the conservative Arab country, premarital sex, all of it, is illegal. And they're warning, the local authorities are warning people that there will be a strict ban on sex for single fans in Qatar this year. You could get up to seven years in jail for premarital sex in Qatar. One of the representatives says, sex is very much off the menu. Unless you're coming as a husband and wife team. Uh uh Uh-huh, get it, you're coming as a husband and wife team. Oh, I digress. There definitely will be no one-night stands at this tournament. By the way, this will be the first ever sex ban at the World Cup event. Fans need to be prepared. By the way, oh, are you ready for this? Alcohol is a big no-no. Wait, 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 oh, wait, alcohol's a big no-no? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ireland and Scotland have recently pulled out of the World Cup, finding out that alcohol is a no-no. They, they, they have it. They, they don't look that up. I, I don't want to get an email. Uh, just already uh, Scotland and, uh, and, and Ireland have not taken out of the World Cup yet. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, think, I think that's pretty fantastic. Uh... V. Coop says, Law and Order Cutter, Premarital Sex Unit. Yeah, there you go. Well, I just won an Emmy over there for sound design. That's right. If you want to go to the World Cup this year, you ain't going to be getting no hoopty doopty on. Otherwise, you're going to be getting the bippity boppity in the old jailhouse there. No thanks. I saw this video yesterday. This is awful. It happened in Florida. It doesn't shock me. No, I'm not going to share the video with you because it's too hard to watch. I hate watching videos like this. This is, and this gives dogs such a bad name. Dogs like pit bulls. Yesterday or two days ago at a yard house restaurant in Boca Raton, Staff and customers are seen panicking while the pit bull snatches a small dog away by the neck. When a man intercepts a dog, the dog holds on and holds on long enough to rip off the other dog's ears. Quote, I just had to watch this poor owner pick up their pet's ear off the floor. This is what I, I, I don't get in, in, in our, our country now. I, I love my dogs as much as I can. And I realize that they aren't supposed to go everywhere with me. I, I, I'm not talking about it. Neither one of these dogs seemed to be service animals. Neither one was wearing a vest of any kind. 
These are just people that take their dogs with them when they go out to eat and they have to do this kind of stuff. I, I understand muting me, Jen. This is an awful story. And this is an awful dog owner. Somebody who's going to take their dog to a restaurant that facilitates people taking dogs to, first of all, is not my real cup of tea, so I probably wouldn't be eating there. But if I was and I was dumb enough to bring my dog there, I know for a fact that my dog would not behave. I know that Bubba would be sensory overload. Can't take him to those kind of places. These people know with that pit bull they have there, they can't take that dog to that kind of place. And then when the worst thing happens, everybody goes, well, it's the pit bull. It's not. People need to stop with that. Those are wonderful dogs that have god-awful owners that don't train them, that don't teach them. Oh, that may, it, it, th- this story is just making me madder and madder as the days go on. <laughs> that story is really, really hard to hear. <laughs> that is awful. Uh, nobody knows what happened to the pit bull. If I'm the, I guess they. That's the one thing the owner had going for him. At least he got he got his dog out of there before authorities could put it down. And I'm not a proponent of putting dogs down. Awful story. All right, no more no more dog stories. Okay, good. We'll just do monkeys. Okay. Oh dear God in heaven. This story reminds me of one of the greatest stories I ever did on another show where we played music like I I, I don't know it I don't know how you'd want to classify this type of music. Uh maybe good music, maybe maybe uh upbeat music. You'd you'd play something like this. And then you read a story that's really, really bad. Phenomena. Phenomena. All right, so I got one of those stories here. It, it, because this reminds me of one of the greatest of all time. Where an orangutan came down from a tree. This was in some village in remote Africa somewhere. It, I think it was in the... Uh, the Yucatan. The Yucatan. That's where it is. And uh, this orangutan, it it climbed down off a tree in the middle of the night, and it went into a hut, and it stole a baby. Well, Mama saw it leaving the house, so they all went outside to try to find it. And they found it. Yeah, they found it up in a tree, and as they they looked at it, and he looked back down at him, he just popped the top off the baby's head and ate the brain in front of everybody. Well, guess what? Old gal in Tanzania, her name is Shamia Said. She was breastfeeding her baby, uh, Luabibia. Luabia? Luabia. When the baby was snatched and killed by a, a, a rabble of monkeys. A rabble of monkeys. Is that, a, that, is that the plural for monkeys? A rabble? By the way, the baby was a boy. Witnesses amassed to rescue him. The monkey appeared to lash out. 
what kind of monkeys were these? Did it say what kind of monkeys they were? They don't know. They were uncommon. They were dangerous monkeys. They might have been street gangs or something. The boy was injured on his head and neck and passed away during medical treatment. Regional commander, oh man, this is when you just go into the you just go into the forest with big old fifty caliber Gatling guns and you just reduce the forest. You take out as many of those sons of bitchin' monkeys as you can. The village shares a border with the Gome National Park. Incidents of animal invading villages are not common. Well, that's why I wouldn't live there. There you go. That's not the way I want to go. I remember that segment. I'm glad one of the hosts would tell everybody to bear down, especially for the last one. Ooh, that was a little tough. So it was unpleasant news over true. Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. Does that show you? No. Oh, of course not. They don't. No. Um, all right. This last story, this is fucking, this is gruesome. I had this story two days ago, and I've been waiting on it. Thank God I had another monkey story. The monkeys are getting, look, look, look. I tell you. I tell you all the time. You better watch out. You better not pout. You better not cry. I'm telling you why. Because monkeys are going to be taking over civilization soon. They found this after a Mexican cartel shootout. There was a monkey who had a bulletproof vest on and was found amongst the corpses of the shootout. The cartels are training monkeys, and here's a picture of it. I see it right now. Little monkey that has camouflage on. Why does a monkey need camo? Doesn't he just blend into the trees? Firefight took place between a cartel group and heavily armed police from the Attorney General's office, troops from the National Guard, the town of Texcatelian, central Mexico, over 60 miles southwest of Mexico City. Stunned police came across a primate with his arms outstretched as if the owner had been carrying him by the shoulders. Or he just shot him, and that's how he fell, because he was in a tree using a sniper gun. They're training monkeys in Mexico to use sniper rifles. What is next? My God. Eleven died at the scene, 12 if the monkey counts. Ten more were detained. No more monkeys. The fascination with exotic and dangerous animals among Mexican gangsters inspired by their Colombian counterparts. Oh, really? You you don't say. Primarily by infamous Pablo Escobar and the Medellin cartel and his group of hippos that he has. A reminder. Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. But thanks to Pablo Escobar, they sure as fuck do. What the hell is this? Oh, they go on. Oh, my God. 
Oh, no, okay, that was that story I did last week about just a, a wild tiger roaming the streets of Mexico. Shocking. Mm. Remember what you call, you call that monkey calls home. Yeah, that's that's true. What you call hell, that monkey calls home. Uh, they wouldn't be calm anymore. They'd be almost extinct, yeah. Uh, well, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you, Ass Family, for being here. Wow, that, that's a weird way to go out with a, 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 a trained sniper monkey now. Man, oh, man. What will they think of next? Oh, we better not ask that question. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow. Do you realize that tomorrow is already home? Nah, we can't say it. It's not there yet. But that's tomorrow, people. So please, please, please remember that every room you go in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, I am going to see in a mere seven hours the new Elvis movie. And we're going to end the show with a, a, a George Strait song to Elvis. So... Here you go, everybody. Uh, until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and adiosa. morning looked outdoors I can tell my milk cow I can tell by the way she lows if you see my milk cow please drive her on home Cause I ain't had no milk and butter since that cow been gone well you gotta treat me right Day by day, get out your little prayer book, get down upon your knees and pray, cause you're gonna need me, you're gonna need mine, help someday, and all you're going to be sorry.
home Gene Elder's on the fiddle is outside waiting to arrest him.